As you age, the fatigue and failing endurance you feel can't be fixed with more and more caffeine. So introducing a new way to start your day, Super Beats Heart Chews. They're a tasty treat that can give you the energy that you need and are good for you. No more afternoon coffees, energy drinks, or candy for a quick pick-me-up. Add two delicious plant-based Super Beats Heart Chews to your morning routine and promote heart-healthy energy for your day without a caffeine crash. Because Super Beats Heart Chews' unique clinically researched grapeseed extract promotes heart-healthy energy and normal blood pressure, as part of a healthy lifestyle. The grapeseed extract used in Super Beats Heart Chews has been clinically shown to be two times as effective at supporting normal blood pressure as a healthy lifestyle alone. Now, for my listeners only, you can get up to 45% off plus free shipping at danasbeats.com. This is their best offer available anywhere. That's danasbeats.com. Get up to 45% off plus free shipping at danasbeats.com. That's danasbeats.com. danasbeats.com. The next thing is let's compare our plans when it comes to lowering everyday cost. My plan is to make concrete, concrete, common sense steps to bring down the biggest expenses that families are facing. Let's take drug prices. My plan will let Medicare negotiate prices for prescription drugs like they do with the uh, That's about all I can take. I'm about ready to die. Uh, welcome to the show. It's your hostess, Dana Lash, here. So that was the president, and I can't take any more. So first off, where do you guys want me to start fisking? Okay, so his lie about the 9,000 leases that he accuses big oil of just merely sitting on. I did a whole thing about this. It's actually in a separate, uh, for, completely separate from radio, entirely separate from radio, uh, thing that I did for the first about uh, the big oil lies from the president. And it's uh, streaming right now at the first. You can go see it. But here's the deal. First off, the 9,000 leases that he accuses Big Oil of sitting on, that's not in any way at all remotely accurate. It's a lie. It is an absolute lie. First off, 9,000 is just a tiny number compared to the 37,000 leases, for instance, just last year. And that's God's honest truth. The 37,000 leases. And this idea, they don't understand. He doesn't understand how oil, he doesn't understand anything about oil. He doesn't understand anything about extraction. Because you don't just go out and get a drilling lease. You have to go out and you get lease for acreage. Then you have to go through a number of steps in order to even procure a drilling lease. And you don't get the drilling lease until after you get through All of the EPA nonsense and the Bureau of Land Management nonsense. And I could sit here and go on and on and on. But this whole thing of of 9,000 leases and this is, you know, this is, they're just sitting on it. He doesn't know the difference between any kind of like acreage leases or actual drilling leases or exploration leases. I mean, you realize the permitting process that goes into differentiating all of the different types of leasing as it relates to acreage when extracting oil or LNG. He doesn't. And that's why he comes out with this bass awkward talking point where he's going, well, 9,000 leases. This guy doesn't even know where he is half of the day, much less understand how drilling for oil or gas or fracking works. And it's an embarrassing statement that an absolute idiotic administration comes out with. They should be ashamed. They should be ashamed of their stupidity. If there was a pundit that came out and said this, I would bully them and make fun of them so bad that they would have to leave the profession because it is such a stupid number and they deserve the, the career ending ridicule. It's that stupid. It's infuriating because he's a malicious old man who's lying to you about energy. I mean, here you have Democrats that run the House. They run the Senate. They run the White House. And yet 
it's still somehow Republicans' fault. They got to have a boogeyman because their policies suck so damn bad. They can't bring Trump right into it. They can't sit here and blame Trump. So what are they going to do? Well, you know, it's big oil. It's always big something, but it's never big Democrat, is it? It's never the same people whose policies contributed to this. This dude ran on a policy of, of wanting to put fo- the fossil fuel industry out of business, just like his predecessors. He ran on a policy of wanting to get rid of oil and gas. He ran on a policy of not wanting to to agree any new leasing for privately extracted uh, oil or gas on federally owned land. And by federally owned, I mean we own it, basically. We put, put, put our taxpayers' dollars towards it, but the federal government acts like we don't. So this whole thing is, it's shameful. It's malicious, he's lying, and it's shameful. This whole 9,000 blah, blah, blah. And then he sits here and brags, well, guess how many barrels of oil I'm releasing from the SPR, Strategic Petroleum Reserves. I'm releasing a million blah, 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 million barrels, uh, you know, a day, whatever. Uh, he's only giving you like a couple of days here and there while going through our, our, the SPR. It's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Furthermore, this is a guy who went over to you. Well, he didn't go over to Ukraine. See, Bono can go over there. Jill Biden can go over there. But Joe Biden can't even find his damn way into the White House. If you've watched any video of him kind of stumbling off the chopper and then trying to find a side door in which to go into the Oval Office. So it's no wonder if he would have gone over there. Maybe he would have maybe he would have understood a little bit. But he through ambassadors were promising Uh, Poland and others. And this is after Russia decided to uh, screw with Poland and say, well, you're not going to uh, we're not going to be able to provide any gas to you unless you pay us in rubles. Y'all remember that we were talking about it last week. So what does Joe Biden do? Joe Biden goes over there and promises that the United States is going to fill that gap. Uh, We'll make sure that we provide the gas that you need, Poland, without even talking to any of our gas manufacturers who have been suffering under regulations that who implemented when they took the White House? Oh, that's right. Joe Biden and Democrats, the the policies and regulations that they implemented when they assumed control of the entirety of Washington, D.C., while still simultaneously blaming everyone from Trump to big oil to big meat to big Putin for their horrible, absolutely bass-ackward policies. I'm done with it. It's ridiculous. This guy's a joke of a president. His speech is listless and meandering when he's not mispronouncing words. I really don't think that he can go out on a stage without getting a steroid drip at this point. It's just, it's embarrassing. And people are now... As we roll into the hot temperatures of summer, people are going to be wondering how they're going to be paying their electric bills. Well, this guy sure as hell is not helping. I've got a hell of a lot more on that. We're also going to talk about how the mayor of Chicago has called for armed violence against the Supreme Court. Lori Lightfoot verbatim went out on Twitter and called for people to take up arms against the Supreme Court. Every Democrat owns this. Every Democrat, unless they disavow it, endorses it. I've saved it, and you should pull this out and use it every single damn time one of these rat finks gets out there and decides that they're going to accuse Republicans or conservatives or libertarians or independents or somebody else of engaging in violence when it's actually these people doing it. You had Donald Trump, who still is not even allowed to go on Twitter, But you have Lori Lightfoot talking about everybody needs to go to arms. We're going to talk about this coming up. We're also going to talk about how Biden's big strategy, bold move here, Cotton, is to blame Republicans for the economy and the inflation and everything else. That's his move. So, oh, and then Target, one last quick thing, 
Target is coming out with what they call gender neutral clothing for kids, including chest binders, which women who have boobs call bras. Have you heard of American Wagyu? No. Well, I'm here to tell you it is some of the most sought after beef in the world and I can get you two free pounds. So our new friends at Good Ranchers are giving you two pounds of their American Wagyu burgers for free with my code Dana. So not only does Good Ranchers sell 100% American meat that is steakhouse quality, it is one of the best burgers on the market. And you'll find boxes like the Ranchers Classic, their best-selling combo of beef and chicken, or the new Prepper Kit. And with meat prices soaring, Good Ranchers will help you stock up. Have food security and save $25 on every box for life just with your subscription. So as long as you're subscribed, your price is not going to change. Two pounds of free Wagyu burgers and zero inflation. Yeah, this offer is not going to last long. So visit GoodRanchers.com Dana to get a box of amazing American meat and get two pounds of free American Wagyu burgers plus free shipping. That's GoodRanchers.com Dana. GoodRanchers.com Dana. Dana. And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick Five, brought to you by Caltech. I love this. I was reading about this. I don't know. I got into K-dramas over lockdown. So all South Koreans are about to become one year younger. I really dig the way that I know. Man, I think they know something about aging, man. I'm into it. So the incoming president is going to shave an entire year off, a whole year off the entire population when he enters office. Now... There's a way because they, they count age differently. So the way that they the way that they do it, it's not like you're turning back the clock. They're trying to they're introducing amendments that abolish the traditional concept of Korean age. That's what they intend to do. And so it's the system that's widely ex- accepted, which they refer to as international age. And so like according to the Korean age system, a person turns one the day they're born, then they become a year older on New Year's Day, does it regardless of what date they were born on. And so that's that's like an, an old traditional method that was used to determine age in a number of East Asian nations in the past, including Japan and China. And they think because being inside the mother's womb counts as the first year of a child's life. Ah. Also, the Yellow Brick Road to Atlantis, deep sea researchers spotted an incredible rock formation while exploring the Pacific Ocean floor near Hawaii. Why is everything considered to be Atlantis? Like, Atlantis can't be in all the oceans. All right, stick with us. We got more. Small business owners, have you ever been confused about how to handle a situation with an employee? Are you confused about what employee documents you need to store or stressed about navigating through HR compliance? Now with Bambi, you can stop struggling with HR. The bad news is that one complaint against your company can turn your world upside down. The good news is that Bambi is an HR platform for small business owners, and they help implement good HR practices. Built for businesses like yours, Bambi's HR Autopilot automates your core policies, your workplace training, and your employee feedback. Then your U.S.-based dedicated HR manager will help you navigate the more complex parts of HR and guide you to compliance, all available by phone, email, or real-time chat. An in-house HR manager can cost up to $80,000 a year. But with Bambi, your dedicated HR manager starts at just $99 a month. No hidden fees. Cancel anytime. Visit Bambi.com slash Dana show right now for your free HR audit. Spelled B-A-M-B-E-E dot com slash Dana show. Bambi.com slash Dana show. You run your business. Now let Bambi run your HR. Bambi.com slash Dana show. Listen to The Dana Show live on the Odyssey app, weekdays, noon to 3 p.m. Eastern Time. 
I want the Republican Party to take back the party, take it back to where you were, where you cared about a woman's right to choose, and you cared about the environment. And all Here I am, Nancy Pelosi, saying this country needs a strong Republican Party, and we do. Not a cult, but oh a strong gosh. Republican Nancy Pelosi, lifelong Democrat, on what the Republican Party needs. I think you need to become more like the Democrat Party, which is totally not like a cult. Welcome back to the show. Dana Lash here. I haven't had a lot of caffeine today, but it feels like I have, so I don't know what's going to happen. The, <laughs> like you're going to listen to what... <laughs> What she says, oh, by the way, real quick, uh, speaking of, uh, you know, being more like the Democrat Party, this is a little too on the nose. Satanic Temple is going to argue that abortion is uh, a ritual and legal challenges to state to states that put up hurdles to the procedure. Yeah, the Satanic Party there. They just tag team in with Dems on this. Just saying it's a ritual. It's a protected ritual. So was child sacrifice back in the day. Is there you going to sit here and go for that, too? You damn groomers, I'm just wondering. I'm just wondering. I'm asking questions. Just I'm asking questions for the people who don't have a microphone in front of their faces. That's all. Record high gas prices are here. Record high gas prices were predicted. Joe Biden doesn't have a solution. There's a question that came up and he just totally ignored it. The national national average price for regular gas climbed more than four cents on Tuesday. Four dollars thirty seven a gallon, according to AAA. That takes up the prior record of four bucks thirty three cents set. On March 11th, it's up 17 cents in the past week alone. It's going to continue going up. Industry analysts, remember, they predicted, I got the receipts on that. They predicted that it was going to go up. NBC had a great piece on this. This was like months ago. And industry analysts said that any relief that was felt in the beginning of April was going to be short-lived and minor. You know, it's Putin's prices. I'm so done with the Putin's price thing. Have you noticed their phrasing lately? They hired some intern probably from like Berkeley or somewhere. They're like, we need some phrases that we can trade, that we can use as like branding. So they have Putin's price hike and then they have ultra MAGA. Ultra MAGA. For when regular MAGA is not enough. Go big. Go ultra. Feels like that needs to be a fake sponsor of the show. I don't even know what product it is. But I hear ultra and I'm like, yeah ultra it's better than regular like think about it in terms of candy bars right nobody likes fun size because that's a lie it's a candy bar that's just a snack and it's lying about being a full candy bar fun size is not fun for anybody it's a third of it fourth of it then you have regular size but can you imagine Kane? you'd get an ultra size candy bar jeez you need a flatbed to pull it home right that's ultra ultra snickers ultra milky way yeah, fun size MAGA. See, that's just not fun. Ultra MAGA. I love that they think it's an insult. Who is doing this for them? Is this a conservative that infiltrated and is making up these stupid phrases for them? Because high five to you. You're the real MVP right now, dude or dudette. Whoever it is, I don't know. Good heavens. So inflation's so bad. Democrats are wanting Biden to do more for midterms, according to Bloomberg. Now, remember yesterday I was telling you that they are really unhappy with this dude because he's, well, he's dragging the party down. 
So 42 years after you had inflation propel Reagan into the White House, here you again have Carter 2.0. Jimmy Carter, the peanut farmer. It's like a rap name, like a really bad, like, a really bad country rap artist. Jimmy Carter, peanut farmer. Kind of rhymes. Biden has not any, has had any success at all whatsoever. His little stimmy check didn't do nothing. His releasing, what, a couple barrels of gas a day? Nothing. It's not doing anything. Because they don't, they won't take action when it's needed. And then he was sitting here talking about, oh, well, you know, we have all this. You know, these, it's the big oil companies. You told big oil to not drill. You literally stopped additional offshore drilling. You literally stopped new leases on federally owned land. You tried to pass more regulations to stifle a privately extracted oil and LNG on privately owned land. What the hell are you talking about? We, we remember, you know, we, maybe he doesn't have a memory anymore, but we sure as hell do. We remember this. I guarantee you, I guarantee you, we're going to end fossil fuel. See? I will remember you. That one sad puppy kitten Sarah McLaughlin song. It's actually about Biden and oil. But we remember this. So what is his, what's his, his big bold strategy? Reuters had the story today. Biden is nodding to, nods to the Fed and attacks Republicans. It's showing him, I love the photo because he's kind of got an, like an old man white haired mullet. And he's like rubbing his mouth. It's weird. He's trying to tame high inflation with things that will make it worse. Consumer prices more than 8%. And he's like, well, guys, I gave you a couple barrels of oil. Look, I gave us three days extra oil. All our problems are solved. And then he was shocked that the proletariat didn't high five him and weep with joy because the math doesn't add up. It's the pandemic, it's Putin, but it's not Biden's own policies. So now he's going after Republicans. Now, this is how bad it is. He said that the Republican plan is to increase taxes on middle class families. First off, before I get into how Washington Post, the Washington Post, the bastion of conservatism, the Washington Post, right? Like the people who literally, I think, that remember they had that, they were doxing Libs of TikTok. The Washington Post. They said that that was a lie. Biden's plan, he wanted to roll back and remove the Trump tax cuts. That's a horrible idea because that raises taxes. He's talking about everybody but Disney pay their fair share. Unless you're trying to, unless you're talking to other people's children about how you have sex, you have to pay your fair share. I mean, that's not their official, like, written out policy, but for all intents and purposes, it is. So he's created a mess. Him and his party have created an absolute mess. Fewer than half of the U.S. adults. I mean, and this was a big, fat survey size, too, from a Reuters poll last week. Barely 44% like his handling of the presidency. And it's a lukewarm, tepid, because you can always be like, you know, strongly support, somewhat support. It's pretty tepid. And that was still a plus three point, uh, no, it was a three or plus four Dem survey. That's pretty bad, man. So 
you don't I love how this says Re- Republicans are working to capitalize on the issue. It's not capitalize on the issue. Republicans are just going, look over there. Look what look what they're doing. That's all they got to do. Republicans seized on what Democrats totally voluntarily did and bragged about so bad. Rick Scott, this is where Biden started talking about the ultra omega. Rick Scott had a Rescue America proposal. You're going to have the battling proposals from the Republicans, and I'm all for this. I want all of these Republicans to have an ego fight over the best plan to benefit taxpayers because taxpayers will benefit. They will absolutely benefit. So he said, this is the ultra MAGA. The ultra MAGA. Does he have it? Counterparts, heads of state. And what, how can we help them, in fact, wean themselves off of Russian oil because they're so totally dependent? So we're like, we're working like the devil to help them transition because as long as Russia is able to make money selling oil, they're going to continue to be able to do the bad things they're doing. So there's a lot. It's really complicated. I'm not suggesting American people can't understand it. They understand it, but they have, you know, they're working eight, ten hours a day just to put food on the table. And so I think what's happened is we have, in a sense, I never expected. Let me say say this carefully. Mm -hmm. I never expected the ultra MAGA Republicans who seem to control the Republican Party now. Oh, do you see how they're doing it? Okay, I can't handle it anymore. Do you see how they're doing it? He's, he's trying to be all cutie because we're saying the far left runs Democrats. They do. Where's the lie? Now he's now Democrats are like, well, they said the far left were in our party. So we got to say the far right runs theirs. But we can't say that the far right runs their party because then it'll sound too much like we're plagiarizing, which is what Biden's already done for half his career in speeches. There are receipts. So what do we do? Well, let's call. What's a different name for far right or far something? You mean like bigger than regular? Yes. Ultra? That's it. Ultra MAGA. High fives abound. Then they went and had some claws. I don't know. I'm just... just... (sighs) Ultra MAGA. Oh, that's... Say that a whole bunch. Now you're, you're hearing that all over now. They acted like... They just learned a new word in vocab class, and they're going to just say it until it goes out of style. Ultra MAGA. Well, you know there's ultra MAGA people. Ultra MAGA. Ultra MAGA. What is ultra MAGA? Nobody knows what the hell it is. I thought it was a beer. Why is it not, by the way? You got Hawkstone. Jeremy Clarkson came out with a beer for crying out loud. Trump's got wine. You can't do a brew? Somebody tell DJT he needs to do a brew. Ultra MAGA would be hysterical, by the way. I coined it here first. Trademark. You guys know it. Old, I would totally drink that. Wouldn't you drink that? Ultra MAGA. How do we get on this? Don't know. Sounds like a great beer name, though. They think that that's a real big get. I'm just dying right now over the Ultra MAGA. I'm dying because now all these, oh my gosh, all of the little chickens in the hen house. Ultra MAGA. That's all we're hearing. All the articles. Ultra MAGA. Over and over again. Now, speaking of, um, there's no way to go into this. They call her Mayor Beetlejuice, and I think that's such an insult to Beetlejuice. Lori Lightfoot straight 
the heck up called for violence against SCOTUS. You ready? This is what she says. She tweeted this. Check it out. Quote, to my friends in the LGBTQ plus community, the Supreme Court is coming for us next. This moment has to be a call to arms. End quote. I mean, Chicago, didn't they have like 43 people shot to death last weekend in their city? I kind of think the call to arms is there. You have all these gangbangers and drug dealers out there shooting everybody the hell up. I don't think that that's what... I thought she hated guns. Oh, no, she didn't hate guns. She hates for you having guns. Just like she hated for you to get your hair done. But she had to get her hair done during lockdown because she's specialer than you are. She's the mayor. Ultra leftist. (laughs) But... How is the Supreme Court coming for the gays? That's what she's saying. Alphabet people, the letter people. Oh, ooh, I need that. Come and meet the letter people. The Supreme Court's coming for you. See, I'm just saying. She's, that's what she's threatening, Kane. She is threatening the letter people with apparently SCOTUS-led annihilation. I don't, un- I don't even understand what that means. Trump got booted off of Twitter for, like, nothing even comparable to this. Yeah, yeah see? Lori Lightfoot's telling the letter people Come and meet that the Supreme the Court is coming people. for Come For all of them. The for all the alphabet people. Words are made of is she calling for the alphabet people A, B, to take up arms? Have you seen Tulti? He's got big teeth, but his arms are teeny tiny. Like a T-Rex. She goes, we're not going to surrender our rights without a fight. A fight to victory. So she's literally telling people, go get your guns. This moment, this moment has to be a call to arms. Like literally telling everyone, all Democrats should own this. Democrats own this. Democrats own it. I mean, she hates guns. This is actual insurrection talk, by the way. If you want to have a discussion as to what is or is not insurrectiony, it's this. This is pretty insurrectiony. This is actual insurrection talk. I mean, nothing from the media. Do you remember, too? I wrote a piece on this. I don't know. Like, right, right when all of this happened, do you remember when Sarah Palin did that surveyors, the surveyors marks on that electoral map? And actually, all she did was repost the Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee map. And they were highlighting vulnerable districts. And one of those vulnerable districts was Gabby Giffords. And so the media went out and accused, and New York Times even apologized to her, which is why I don't understand why the judge went the way he did. But, because they're on record as having to apologize to her, I have the receipts on that. I wrote a whole piece on it. She used she reposted the DCCC's surveyor symbols electoral map and the media went after her and blamed her for the Tucson shooting. So I'm curious, is the press going to ignore Lori Lightfoot? I think all fatalities need to blame on Lori Lightfoot. Them's the rules, right? Dem is the rules. We got a lot more to come and you don't want to miss it. So it we're we're 
I got, I got a couple of things to hit. I got a lot more stuff to hit. We also need to talk about the target gender, whatever, where for kids. I don't even know. Hey, folks, my new special Biden's Big Oil Lie is available right now exclusively on the first TV. As gas prices rise, the financial squeeze on American families is getting tighter by the day. And instead of easing that suffering, the administration hides behind calculated red tape regulations to dismantle domestic energy production. And the motivation, why is Biden and the Green Agenda cronies, why have they sold out America so easily? I'll break it all down and explain the massive national security ramifications in Biden's big oil lie. Biden's big oil lie is available now for the First TV subscribers. Just visit thefirsttv.com slash Dana, subscribe and start watching today. And remember, as a First TV subscriber, you not only get access to exclusive specials and content, you're supporting the only network dedicated to the fight for free speech. And that's why they're called The First. So don't miss Biden's big oil lie at thefirsttv.com slash Dana. Red meat, black coffee, truth telling. The Dana Show. Former CEO Kevin Johnson got $60 million when he retired. That amounts to $75 million tacked on fees for plant milks paid by customers to Starbucks. More than or you can just make your own damn coffee at home. Now we're asking. This is James Cromwell, who, you guys, he's a famous actor. He was in L.A. Confidential. He was the farmer in Babe in Succession. He's been in everything. He glued himself, literally super glued himself this morning to the counter of a Starbucks to protest the chain's policy of charging extra for plant-based milk, which is just water-infused plant water plant water that lies above eating milk. I don't know. There was live stream footage. He read a prepared statement. He denounced Starbucks's vegan milk upcharge, saying it was harmful to the environment, discriminatory to lactose intolerant, and apparently it's racist. I don't know. I didn't realize that he was like, I don't know, ultra mega. <laughs> just saying. Stay with us. We got more in store. Second hour on the way. Binders and binders. Service is what drives them. Well, service and a ton of caffeine. We all know that first responder communities mean a lot to those that they serve. And Black Rifle Coffee wants to give you the opportunity to support those who stand strong on the front lines. From now through May 15th, you can gift a coffee club subscription to your local department, donate directly to first responder charities, or join the coffee club and have a portion of the sale go to those charities. With everything a coffee lover could ask for, Black Rifle Coffee Company develops their explosive roast profiles with the same mission focus learned as military members serving this great nation. Visit BlackRifleCoffee.com slash Dana and use code Dana at checkout to get 20% off your purchase and your first coffee club order. Now through May 15th, gift a coffee club subscription to your local department or join the coffee club and have a portion of the sale go directly to those charities. And use code Dana at checkout to get 20% off your purchase and your first coffee club order. That's BlackRifleCoffee.com slash Dana and use code Dana. Black Rifle Coffee, America's Coffee. I believe that eliminating the right of women to make decisions about when and whether to have children would have very damaging effects um, on the economy and would set women back decades. You know Roe what? V. Wade and access. This is uh, Janet Yellen, the Secretary of the Treasury, former chair of the Fed, who's saying that. You know, if we eliminate the right of these women to make decisions about when and whether to have kids, it'll have a damaging effect on the economy. Mm -hmm. 
Welcome back to the show. It's yours truly, Dana Lash, here with you this happy little Tuesday. You know what we need to figure out, Kane, is we need to figure out who eliminated the right of women to choose whether or not to have sex and who withheld from them the cause and effect science of intercourse potentially resulting in pregnancy. Hmm. Because the way that the left talks about it, all these women, I didn't know that we as women, we just, who's forcing everybody to sleep with people? Hmm? I mean, why are we not addressing that? Maybe if you quit screwing dudes and, you know, playing Russian roulette with your fertility, then you won't get pregnant. Just going to put that out there. I know people hate talking about responsibility because responsibility is now shaming. Just like men are now women, responsibility is shaming. You know how many women have been able, you know, to control choice before conception? I'm all for that. Choice before conception. I've been saying this for a decade. I'm all for the choice before conception. However choice you want to do it, that's fine. But to me, it's just really irresponsible to think that choice comes after conception. Because now it comes down to a personhood argument. And it comes down to whose property is whose. Right? Because that's where we're at, really. I mean, we are at this this point. The, I mean, it's a very Lockean argument. I mean, really. When it's one person's right to life up against someone else's right to property, who wins? I keep thinking of how this is very similar to the abolitionist argument. I mean, think about it. It's a very lacking discussion, but I think it makes some sense. Because you're talking about someone else's, I mean, right to life and in your property. But here's the thing. I also think that that argument, to an extent... I think it begs the question of really, you know, trespass and, and you know, all of this other stuff. Because when you're engaging in the act of procreation, you are already, because someone brought up the term, and I, th- and I love where this takes the argument. Someone brought up the argument that, well, if you're on somebody's property and you're on their property without consent, you're taking your life in your hands. Okay, well, but that's not what we're talking about statistically with abortion. We're talking about the voluntary voluntary recreational act of intercourse. That is done 99% of the time. It's less than 1% for rape or incest. Over 99% of the time, however, it is done full on consent. I mean, these all of this, this is public information, statistical information that has been gathered by these clinics so that you can get a really good idea of who's actually going and obtaining abortion and definitely, absolutely, without argument, using it as birth control. Even though you have birth control super cheap for like nine bucks a pill or nine bucks a pill or nine bucks a prescription at Target. But think about it, though. Because what this was the argument that people who were who opposed abolitionists, this is what they used. Well, you know, they, were, they wouldn't recognize someone else's personhood, someone else's life, because they only focused on their property. 
But yet with the with intercourse, like I said, it presupposes uh, this it, it, this argument because you're when you're engaging in intercourse, you're you're basically it's not then someone else is trespassing on your property, and that's literally how the left has has presented this argument they say that it's like a parasite or they act like it's this it's like it's an illness except it wasn't done to them against their consent it was with their consent they risked it and then when faced with the consequence of that action after the fact then then they have issue with it so after inviting someone into their property life is created And now suddenly they want to assert their property rights? That's not how this works with the issue of life. You don't get to assert your property right after the fact. After you engaged in voluntarily in the recreational act of intercourse or intercourse recreationally and created a life. It is a very Lockean argument. But I think that when Janet Yellen says stuff like this, it's stupid because she treats women like infants. Women are too stupid to make their own decisions. If you are too stupid to understand that the act of intercourse can result in a child, then don't engage in intercourse. You're too stupid. You are too stupid to have sex. You're too dumb. Please don't. For the, as on behalf of all humanity, do us all a favor and don't do it. But see, we can't talk about this stuff because everyone's so afraid to offend someone with shame. Oh, you're going to shame them by their lack of responsibility. I think some people should feel super hella ashamed. You might say, Kane, ultra ashamed. I mean, good grief. But it, it's a really anti, for all the feminists that drive by, it's a very anti-feminist argument. Because it presupposes that you're too stupid to properly plan. That you are too stupid to make for make decisions about how to have when to have intercourse or not you're too stupid to understand the cause and effect of of science as it relates to intercourse it's really an insult to women that a lot of women stupidly are believing uh, like that it's a, some kind of act of concern or mercy on behalf of their rights what rights <sighs> now i got to get to this story Hmm. So, when I first saw this, I don't know, have you seen it from Target? It's already in the Target stores. Target dropped, they do these collaborations, they dropped um, Pride merchandise, and they have Tomboy X and Humankind, this is how they describe it, two queer-owned female-founded brands to create these much-needed lines. Because, see, gay people can only wear rainbow stuff. You, you didn't know that? Yeah, apparently apparently, gay, the gays can only wear rainbow stuff. I need to tell one of my conservative gay friends down in the Keys that he's a disappointment because he's not wearing gay clothing or gay clothing, which is all rainbow clothing, apparently. Because And I say this because literally all of the examples, the imagery that I see from these brands, it's all like rainbow. I'm just, you know. So they're... They are creating compression tops. Huh. You mean a sports bra? They call it a binder. Or a half binder. A half binder. Uh, That's called 
babies, that's called a sports bra. Mm-hmm. Or an over-the-shoulder boulder holder, as we would also refer to it. That's a sports bra. You're, it's like you just discovered an article of clothing that we women have been dealing with forever. Well, we're buying, what do you think, what do you think, they minimize our bras. If you're like a fuller figured or a busty woman, you can wear a minimizer bra. It literally makes you look like you're two cup sizes smaller. Oh, I can tell you secrets. They have sports bras. These are not binders. It's a damn sports bra. Stop being hoodwinked into this stuff by these people who suddenly want to act like they're all about the Pride Month for capitalism. By the way, Pride Month is coming up again. Did we just have it? Is it, I've read like, is it, is it coming up again? Jeez, it's like we have it all the damn time. You know, you can be a little too proud, just saying. But these are, these are bras. These are not binders. These are what we call bras. I feel like Jan Hooks in Pee Wee's Big Adventure. This woman is making an authentic Mexican tortilla. Can you all say tortilla? And then all these people who clearly speak Spanish are saying, yeah, it's tortilla. I'm, I feel like I have like the equivalent of Jan Hooks telling me that, oh, look at these binders. Can y'all say binders? Yeah, it's a bra. I mean, and it's, it's compression. That's what minimizer and minimizer sports bras. Under Armour used to make a really great zip front one. And then they stopped making those. But those are compression. I, and, I mean, look, not to be TMI, but I had to wear that kind of stuff for track and field. Just saying. But they came out with this stuff, and I'm just looking at it. Why? And they have gender-affirming swimsuits, and they're putting this stuff up at Target. I'm really curious, actually, to see, you know, how many people actually purchase this. It's called the entire Pride Club. It's rainbow capitalism. That's what it is. I mean, I don't begrudge capitalism, and I think if people are going to be fooled and partying with their dollars for stuff that, like, exists already, but it's being marketed to you under the guise of rainbow capitalism, then you deserve to pay extra dollars for it. It's a tax on stupidity. Just buy a damn sports bra. Go to Athleta. You know, go to... I could tell you to go to Lululemon, but I don't like going in there because it's overpriced, and I'll be damned if I see dudes going in there to get leggings. It's just not happening, okay? Unless you're working out in the gym and they're like compression, you don't need to be wearing them out and about like they're pants, okay? Leggings ain't pants. I can't believe I'm having having to have this conversation here. Kane, I thought our conversation in 2022 would be about like the best way for us to travel in our private spaceships to the moon. But here we're talking about this. Yeah. I just um, but but Target doing this. It's just it's just so over the top. I mean, people can buy whatever they want. People can go to Target or not. But. I mean, does it make any difference? Queer own female founded brands. Do you, I mean, I want to know more about you before I consider the purchase. Do you eat wheat? What type of milk do you prefer? What's your favorite cereal? Do you like, reg, like what, what's your rib cut? Do you like St. Louis style ribs? St. Louis style rib enjoying weed eating, nut drinking. I mean, I mean, I need to know all this stuff, right? I mean, this is what we have to do now. I think the more adjectives that you have in front of like who you are is it's basically like jewels in the PC crown. Have you noticed this? Or you could say jewels in the Thanos glove. I forgot what it was. 
People are like, we need to feel seen. You can't, well, people will see you in your completely tacky A-double snakes rainbow garb. That's for sure. I mean, good heavens, we'll see you from space. That's all right. What did you ask me? They also have cane. They also have uh, gay cat toys, pride flag cat toys. You know, for your gay cats? Yeah, no. Ah, hell, I don't know. I've never paid that much attention because it's a cat. You know? Never dived into it like that. It's just, I think the over, like, why can't you just do what, make what you're going to make and not act like you deserve an award for it? I mean, people are out there working on the cure for cancer. You don't see them doing this stuff. You know what I mean? Like, oh, ooh, you created a rainbow sports bra. What did it do? They got some at Athleta. You know what I mean? Jeez. It's like, I really, okay. I know we need to get going, but Kane, don't let me forget because I saw a, there's, I think that there's plus size and then I think that there is um, morbidly obese size. Plus size is nowhere near that. It's just different. But I've seen morbidly obese models. So in the Vicky Secrets, it's in the in the town center by my house, they have a morbidly obese model. I can't even see the panties. A morbidly obese model on the storefront window. We're taking things way too far. I feel like we got to have a conversation about this too. Anyway, it's a sports bra. Folks, how much control do you really have over your finances? So lately we've seen an all-out assault on freedoms and liberties by the government. Mask mandates, vaccine mandates, vaccine passports, everybody trying to limit whether or not you can even go to a grocery store or restaurant. And we've seen how quickly the government can infringe on your personal freedoms and they do the same with your finances. This is why I believe in diversifying with gold. Gold is physical. Gold is tangible and gold is safe from government control and gives you true control over your wealth, control that isn't tied to government regulated financial markets. The folks at Legacy Precious Metals are the gold standard when it comes to investing in precious metals and their team of experts can counsel you on the best options for you and your family. Take control of your financial situation and call Legacy Precious Metals at 866-580-2088 or visit them online at LegacyPMInvestments.com and download their free investor's guide. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. LegacyPMInvestments.com. And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick Five, brought to you by Caltech. Yes. So, uh, apparently, let me pull this up. This makes me want a grilled cheese sandwich. A painting swapped in the 70s for a grilled cheese sandwich served up a windfall. It's a painting by a Canadian folk artist, Maud Lewis. It was traded for a meal at this restaurant and now it could go for $35,000. Oh my gosh. Grilled cheese sandwiches. This must have been some good grilled cheese sandwiches that you tried a painting for one, even if you know you weren't famous and you know whatever, but good heavens. Uh, also, Mike Tyson. Remember this whole story? Mike Tyson is not going to be charged for punching a fan aboard that flight. He shouldn't be, because that guy, I mean, he was aggravated. Didn't he, like, touch him? I was trying to remember, because that could just be viewed as simple battery, couldn't it? I don't know. But anyway, that guy got beat down, and I'm glad, because I'm not, you know, I'm not necessarily a Tyson fan, but I just think, you know, you don't FAFO on flights like that, especially with somebody whose name is Mike Tyson. You just don't do that. Dave Chappelle's attacker. So, their Chappelle's people, his lawyer is telling the DA to correct this mistake that was the direct quote and to file felony charges against his attacker isaiah lee remember just last week Chappelle was 
He was attacked by this guy who charged the stage. He had a little pocket knife. And nonprofit watchdog uncovers $350 million in royalties paid to Fauci and others at NIH. Stay with us. Major corporation that's gone woke, tormenting their employees with progressive propaganda and funding organizations that seem to hate the country and values and free speech and rights in the Constitution. So this is why I'm proud to support Patriot Mobile. It's America's only Christian conservative cell phone provider. They offer the same nationwide coverage as the major carriers. So you get the same great service. Plus, you get the peace of mind that your money is supporting free speech, life and liberty. Patriot Mobile has plans to fit any budget and their 100% U.S.-based customer support team provides exceptional customer service. Patriot Mobile shares your values and supports organizations that fight for religious freedom, constitutional rights, sanctity of life, our veterans, and first responder heroes. Visit PatriotMobile.com slash Dana or call 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation with offer code Dana. Veterans and first responders save even more, so make that switch today. Support a company that loves America, loves you, and shares your values. PatriotMobile.com slash Dana. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Dana or call 972-PATRIOT today. When you're stuck discussing politics with your friends, who's the most informed person in the group? Yep, you are. You're welcome. Listen, follow, subscribe. The Dana Show. We're actively advocating for. He was out traveling in uh, just last Friday on the uh, Bipartisan Innovation Act, but he's also not going to stand by uh, and not call out what he sees as uh, ultra-MAGA uh, behavior, ultra-MAGA policies um, that are out of the mainstream of the country and are not in the interest of the American people. Now, wait a minute, guys. That's Jen Psaki, first off. Welcome back to the show, Dana Lashier. She's Jen Psaki is, you know, you... you this ultra MAGA stuff has gone too far. I mean, you know, make America great again. You only want a little bit of great America. You don't want like ultra great. Yeah, you only you don't want ultra great. You want a little bit great. That's all. Just a little bit. You know, like regular because you're going to make, you know, like France upset if it's ultra great. You just want average, regular, homogenized great. Make America not totally great again? I don't know. That's just not a, not a good... Yeah, no ultras, no megas. Just a little bit. Just a little. <sighs> Weird topics today. I've never actually seen a political party argue against greatness. But here we are. Or to argue against self-sufficiency. You know, there's another part. I wanted to play this again real quick. It's audio sent by 15, and we're only going to play the beginning of it. Because there was another part of this that I wanted to address. And, and it was predicated upon a quote that she made, like, shortly before. Uh, because Janet Yellen, listen to this, and, and then I'll share the second part of what she said. I believe that eliminating the right of women to make decisions about when and whether to have children would have very damaging effects um, on the economy. Now, see, and normally people would make decisions about whether or not to have children before they lay on their back or, you know, whatever. But I, that's that's absent this equation, so to speak, for some reason. She also said, and this really stuck out to me, that barring abortion means children will grow up in poverty. And my first thought was like yours well at least they grow up but do you realize how evil 
of a class warfare argument that is? It is heinous, evil class warfare that is promoted by an ideology that believes that you cannot escape the status into which you were born unless the government elevates you. I was born dirt poor. I couldn't even afford birthday presents when I was a kid. I couldn't afford notebook paper for school. I was raised by a single mom. Does that mean I should have had any less chance at life because I wasn't born into wealth? What about everybody else who was born into poverty? What about Steve Jobs? What about some of the other people? Edison, born into poverty. Should people who are born into poverty have less opportunity for life? You're actually using someone else's economic status against them as a death sentence. That's what this is. You're using someone's economic status as a death sentence against them. To say that, well, they'll grow up in poverty and we can't have that. You have wealthy Janet Yellen, who's making the determination as to what secures happiness. Her definition of wealth does that. I mean, she's saying that if you are born poor, you're better off dead. Holy hell. What? That is terrifying. That's a eugenicist argument. I mean... No matter how you look at it, that is exactly what this is. And this is what people, an argument that people are using. You're better off dead than being born poor. Now notice how in these statements that the left utters, and Janet Yellen had a whole thing on this, And this is where the right and the left differ. You're better being dead than being born poor. At no point does she say people should voluntarily hire. I myself will help. You never hear these people volunteer to help. They always like to outsource things to the government and act like they themselves are being generous because they're able to use other people's money and then take credit for their generosity. Because as Thatcher said, it's so easy to be generous with other people's money. But these, these, this ideology, they don't even offer that. They just said it's better to be dead than, than to, be, to be poor. This is even absent any kind of big government safety net slush fund scheme. These are not the people who are going to show up in the middle of the night when you can't sleep because you got a screaming one month old. These are the people who aren't going to be there with colic. Just amazing. They don't even want to help. At all. You're just better dead. That says it all to me. And see, this is one of the reasons why I left the left, because I could not square away what they were arguing. Could not do it. And they're, and they're talking about this with regards to 
Roe v. Wade. The problem with that whole premise is that it it begs the question that the women are poor who are out and all they're all broken out getting it. These are women who are older and they're already mothers. Uh, the all the recent data that's published at the Guttmacher Institute and that's Planned Parenthood's own little little operation there. They publish this through them. Um, they're they're the ones who say it's actually women who are using it as a form of birth control. And this is what they're focusing on. Now, to switch gears here a bit, they've been focusing on this so much that people have been screaming about inflation that that's why Biden has to make the switch and figure out what they're going to do with regards to inflation or things like baby formula. I read this on Politico today. Hill leaders struck a deal on nearly $40 billion in Ukraine aid. I mean, that's more aid. That's our tax dollars. We can't even get formula baby formula on the shelves. And I keep seeing all this fear mongering about not making your own formula. Doctors are warning moms, you're too stupid to make your own formula. And there was this woman who was quoted, although she couldn't give any examples at all whatsoever of any kind of sickness or fatalities that have been uh, that have been reported by women who actually made their own formula. Because apparently what did women women didn't have babies before, you know, the advent of formula. Who knew women hadn't didn't have babies. How did we all get here? Just maybe it was just a wonderful symphony of rock striking rock, and we just exploded out of the ether onto the surface of the planet. Who knows? But apparently, women didn't have babies before the advent of formula. It's fear mongering. I've seen people share like old old school recipes for it. Like this is what you know if you're wanting your baby to have this X Y Z etc etc. It's actually been pretty amazing. And apparently, one of the reasons that we're not allowed to import European formula, there's European formula that's banned here because of FDA regulations. People are going to start going to the black market, which I am now seriously considering. Kane, I feel like there's a black market opportunity for us right here with some European formula. But Dana, it's banned. That's illegal. Why is it banned? Because of some stupid regulations and because what? They didn't pay enough and 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 kiss the butt of the FDA. I know how this stuff works. It's all pay to play. So much of it's pay to play. You really think that the FDA, which tells you cigarettes are totally all right for you to have? Oh, they do. They let you have that, but they're going to sit here and be like, no, you can't have this formula from Europe. That FDA? Okay. If you want to go ahead and believe that lack of consistency, then go right ahead. I mean, there's, there's, I'm sure that pediatricians can give guidance to moms on what they can do if they can't get formula. And you know how Planned Parenthood said it was like this big, you know, uh, it doesn't do any of that stuff. Planned Parenthood doesn't even offer women a full suite of services the way that community health centers do, which outnumber Planned Parenthood facilities in every state by a margin of minimally three to one. And they received a lot of our taxpayer dollars under Obamacare. And they actually do offer a full suite of services, including pediatric dental. And they also deal with men as well. So maybe reach out to one of those organizations if you're one of those women who's con- who's concerned about the absence of formula on store shelves as we're giving $40 billion to Ukraine. Maybe that's something that you could ask your pediatrician about the whole thing with this and 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 they downplayed all of it 
Democrats downplayed all of it. They downplayed any concerns that we would have about supply chain. They downplayed concerns that people even had about formula. This was a year ago, even before the whole thing with Abbott Industries manufacturing. They had concerns about it even then because they could see a slowdown then. But instead, you had Jen Psaki who decided to ridicule people who were concerned about supply chain issues and say, well, sorry, you're not going to get your treadmill here on time. It's not treadmills that, that women are asking about right now. It's formula. Heavens. Just a, and no, and he had no, by the way, uh, the president did not have any at all whatsoever uh, recommendations or anything on that. None at all. None. Two thirds of Democrats disapprove of protests at Supreme Court justices' homes. Do you know that? This is not working the way that they wanted it to. We're going to talk about that coming up as well. Hey, folks, my new special Biden's Big Oil Lie is available right now exclusively on the first TV. As gas prices rise, the financial squeeze on American families is getting tighter by the day. And instead of easing that suffering, the administration hides behind calculated red tape regulations to dismantle domestic energy production. And the motivation, why is Biden and the Green Agenda cronies, why have they sold out America so easily? I'll break it all down and explain the massive national security ramifications in Biden's big oil lie. Biden's big oil lie is available now for the First TV subscribers. Just visit thefirsttv.com slash Dana, subscribe and start watching today. And remember, as a First TV subscriber, you not only get access to exclusive specials and content, you're supporting the only network dedicated to the fight for free speech. And that's why they're called the first. So don't miss Biden's big oil lie at thefirsttv.com slash Dana. Shooting down woke culture one crazy headline at a time. It's the Dana Show. You called out Rick Scott. You called out Rick Scott a little while ago in your remarks. Earlier today, anticipating your remarks, he said, and I'm just quoting here, that uh, the best thing, most effective thing Joe Biden can do to solve the inflation crisis he created is resign. He's the problem. Resign. The senator added That's later. The senator added later. Joe Biden is unwell. He's unfit for office. He's incoherent, incapacitated, and confused. These are his words. Offering you a chance to respond. I think the man has a problem. Gosh, what a Fruit Loop. Ultra mega, mega ultra mega. Jeez. Welcome back to the show. It was Joe Biden talking about Florida man Rick Scott. Uh, it is uh, almost time for some Florida man, but I had to play that because it would be, I mean, if any any state was going to go ultra, it'd be Florida, right? right. They, they're pretty extra there. And ultra is bigger than extra. Yeah. Ultra is like, I don't, don't say someone's extra, say they're ultra. I mean, you can be a little extra or you can just be extra, but ultra is a whole new bag, man. Let's kick it into some Florida man. It's his life mission to make bad decisions. It's time for Florida Man. This story from News Channel 8. Uh, Oh, boy. Kane, this driver said that he had a a little meth. Just a little little meth before going over 100 miles per hour on Courtney Campbell Road near Apollo Beach Sunday morning. Clearwater, now that's the man's name. No, he's an Apollo Beach man, sorry. Clearwater police said they arrested an Apollo Beach man. 
They went to the he he the officers went to the gas station on Gulf to Bay Boulevard around six in the morning, and there was a guy who had been called in to the police. He was out of consciousness. Donald Spencer Cagle, Donnie Cagle. He saw the police coming. He's twenty nine years old. Looks way older. And he tried to drive off to a flea, but while he was trying to flee, he swerved in and out of the right lanes and sped over 100 miles per hour, and then he tried to swerve around a vehicle, and then he didn't wake it. He hit a concrete median barrier in the victim's vehicle, then tried to drive past the incident until his own vehicle became disabled because it was so hurt or so destroyed in the wreck. So when they took him into custody, he didn't say anything to them originally, but then after they write him his rights, he told an officer that he, quote, took a little meth. And then he fled officers because he was scared of them. So he was booked on a whole bunch of fun charges. Driving under the influence, reckless driving, leaving the scene of an accident to say nothing of a little meth. A little meth is... you Okay, I don't know much about meth, except everything I've learned about it has been from television and cops, the show. You don't just take a little, right? I mean, meth you is is like you're one and done, isn't it? Apparently, a little dab will do you, according to this guy. <sighs> that is, I little dab will do you. Little dab, do you dab it? I have no idea. <laughs> How do you do the meth? We're so pure. I've seen Breaking How do you bed. do the meth though? I think it's snorted. I saw Breaking Bad. You saw Breaking Bad, yeah. Is it snorted? Do you don't you put it in like a bong like device? What? I, I don't know. I never saw that on Breaking Bad. I don't know. I didn't watch Breaking Bad. I'm pretty sure you'd crush it up and snort it. Okay. Well, you said you, know, you said dab. And, and a was, little okay. bit. Obviously, little makes bit will you, do you. Makes Apparently, Jiminy Christmas. <sighs> a little meth. So uh, this is a Florida man stole a tip jar at a Little Caesars. Man, you are lame when you're stealing a tip jar at Little Caesars. A Florida man entered the business, purchased a pizza, and then took the chip that took the tip jar. They don't know how much currency it had, but it had enough cash in it. It looked pretty full, at least in the CCTV footage. They're still looking for this guy. He is he is skinny, uh, clearly does not do legs, does not train legs. His small wife beater, small black wife beater, kind of gaps at his chest. So he's got a, probably a sunken in chest. He does not at all lift chest, doesn't do chest, doesn't do back, doesn't do none of that. It's that kind of a dude, right? They're looking for him. Uh, so anyway, he stole the tip jar at a little Caesars. And good guy, Florida man story. Governor Ron DeSantis signed legislation proclaiming November 7th as Victims of Communism Day, which is awesome. It took place in Miami's Freedom Tower. And they're going to require students to learn about the destructive effects of communism around the world. And it starts next year. That's, a, that's fantastic. I'm all for that. Because communism's bad and it's killed millions upon millions of people. Apparently, they had a guy, he had a guy there... Uh, who was uh, important to getting rid of Castro at this uh, signing of this, which is awesome. So very cool. Good guy, Florida man story. That's a good one. Oh, boy. Tomorrow I'll tell you about how a floating restaurant sank, a Florida man's floating restaurant. We got another hour on the way, too. Don't go anywhere. More of the Dana Show back after this. Um, I guess the answer is that I, 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 I would reverse the perma ban. I'll say I'm not... I don't own Twitter yet, so this is not like a thing that will definitely happen, because what if I don't own Twitter? Um, but my opinion, and Jack Dorsey, I want to be clear, shares this opinion, uh, is that we should not have perma, perma bans. Um, now, now I- 
That is just from today. Elon Musk, because that deal is still going through. That's why I'm like, never get excited until the ink is dry. Welcome back to the show. I am your hostess, Dana Lash. Good to be with you this Tuesday. Almost said Wednesday. Just about said it. It's Tuesday. Feels like a Wednesday, though. He said, too, Musk said that Jack Dorsey agrees with his opinion. And he was very careful to stop his discussion and point that out. Very careful to stop. And then make note that Dorsey supports it. Kane, I feel kind of bad if Dorsey isn't the one who was super far left and isn't necessarily the actual problem. He was just, you know, in his yurt doing stuff. Bong art, I don't know. And it was all the wokers the woke scolds at Twitter HQ that were doing all of this. I'm kind of getting that sense. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Is that why he like fled? Probably. Or is, wait, or is, it's been a while since I've been to San Francisco. Or is San Francisco turned into this thing where you dress like a hippie 24-7 even though it's freezing there. Coldest, as Twain said, coldest summer I've ever spent was in San Francisco. You know how like when we went to Portland, everyone looked like they were backpacking? Everybody. Everybody was a backpacker. They had backpacking shoes on, backpack, backpacks, like Dora the Explorer, everything. And then they would go into like a coffee shop in the city. They weren't going to a mountain. It was confusing. I'm just wondering if that's, you know, that's like the San Francisco vibe or something. But I feel bad now because clearly he does not share the opinion of the super woke scolds that are running Twitter. Clearly, he doesn't share it. So, I feel kind of bad for being hardcore about him. You know what I mean? I mean, to be fair, though, a lot of people were. And then also, to be fair, um, you know, it's he, he could have probably spoke out about it. I don't know. Maybe he couldn't. I'm still, one quick thing, we had this story earlier, and one one of the things I did on break, because it's me, hi, I went and I was looking at how um, milk from plants is produced, because James Cromwell, we played video or audio of him earlier, he got super mad and glued himself to a Starbucks today, a super glued himself to a Starbucks, and he got mad because he said that they are charging extra for plant-based milk, he was in Babe and LA Confidential and Succession and all this stuff. And he's like, you're raking in huge profits. And apparently it was racist also. I don't know. Here's my thought. So when I was looking at how you process plant milk, first off, it's not plant milk. It's just like whitish water from plants. So that's number one. Number two, it's really actually expensive to do that did you know to make plant milk to process it to bottle it to do all of that it's not cheap now what do you usually do if you want to pay more for something if you see something in a store and it costs more than something else and you want that version of it what do you usually do 
you would you'd just pay more for it. So why should Starbucks and I'm not even I don't even like Starbucks. I think they overroast their beans and I think they can be cowards and I prefer Black Rifle. Why should they eat the cost? You see what I'm saying? That's like expecting your extra guac for free. Or your guac at all for free. Well, the guac is an upcharge. It's okay. Linda, I'm totally fine with guac being an upcharge. Totally fine with it. Stop telling me that. We know this already. We're in Texas. We know it's going to be an upcharge. But you know what I mean? It's like James. It's like me super gluing came myself to my one of my favorite Mexican eatery establishments because... I wanted, I didn't just want the pico that comes with sitting down. I wanted the guac and guac is extra. Not ultra, just extra. And I wanted some. So it'd be like me demanding, what about the people with allergies? Okay, well, you know what? Then make your own damn nut milk at home. You know what I'm saying? Like if you think that everyone is supposed to cater to you, stay home. Quit bitching and moaning because you don't get your nut milk at Starbucks. Oh my gosh. James Cromwell has been in movies since before I was alive. Pretty sure he ain't hurting. I'm pretty sure that nobody who walks into a Starbucks to pay $7 for a price of over-roasted beans is hurting for money. You're literally going to a store where someone who calls themselves a barista makes you coffee. Because you're too good for the Folgers in the can at home. So you're going there to do it. Jeez. These people, the entitlement. Then then drink your damn nut milk at home or your plant milk or whatever it is. You're, what, are they, what is the plant part of it? It's all nuts, isn't it? You're telling me they get leaf milk somewhere? Stock milk? <laughs> what is the... Right? It's weird. Make it yourself at home. Golly, stop putting your neurosis on everybody else and expecting everyone else to accommodate it. This is, uh, there are babies that are going without formula, but a grown ass man in New York super glued himself to a counter because he can't get free expensive nut milk. Okay, this guy's a fruit cake. Done, done. I want to make fun of him for the rest of the day. I'm going to tweet that too. All right, I got a couple other things I know and we just actually got a lot of other things. I got to Get ready to get mad. Are you waiting for your tax return? Hmm? No. IRS has millions of other delayed returns. And they're paying billions in interest to everybody waiting. By they, I mean us. 4% interest to waiting individual filers. It made $3 billion in interest payments last year. 3.3 billion. Sorry. Kane just had a stroke. Are you okay? That's our money. Do we need to play some in you? Are you going to have a fit over there? That's our damn money. We need to have a little Orinoco flow. You okay? It's our money. $3.3 billion. Didn't they just get... No, see, Biden wants to give them more money. He wants to give them even more money for something. I don't, I don't know. I'm just, you know, more of our money as gas price soar. Yeah, the the IRS. They they we had didn't we have this problem? I think we had this problem last year, didn't we? Where they were late in getting everybody's returns back to them. There were a number of people that had delayed returns. I distinctly remember having that headline. 
And people were a little, people were understandably aggravated at it because they were waiting to get a return of their own money back to the government. Mm-mm-mm. Telling you. But yeah, they're paying, we're paying billions in interest to people who are waiting. Oh, government agencies at their finest, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, quick question. What's a sugar brother? I know what a sugar daddy is. I know what a sugar baby is. I ain't never heard of sugar brother before. So this Hollywood lawyer via New York Post reportedly loaned Hunter Biden two million plus dollars to pay off to pay off his tax debts. And he's apparently he's supposedly working on this documentary about Hunter Biden's life and his debts. CBS News actually reported on this. The guy is Kevin Morris. And it's apparently his project. It was revealed by a Democratic Party source in D.C. And there's this ongoing federal grand jury probe of Hunter Biden over the tax fraud and the money laundering and not the gun laws that he broke, but whatever. Anyway, they said that Morris had worked with South Park creators Matt Stone and Trey Parker. He negotiated their movie deals, apparently. He was co-producer of their uh, Broadway musical, The Book of Mormon. And he did Hands on a Hard Body about an endurance contest in Texas to win a Nissan truck, Waiting for the Snow to Fall, uh, which was a documentary about the string cheese incident, the jam band. He is referred to by Biden's pals as a sugar brother. That's why I asked that question. According to a couple of sources that both told the New York Post this. So if he floated the cost of Hunter Biden's IRS bills, that might make it harder for prosecutors to win a lengthy sentence against him for tax evasion. Apparently, Morris also pays the rent on Hunter Biden's $20,000 a month home in Malibu, California. Remember I was telling you that why does he have to live in Malibu? Why can't he just go and get a regular house like in Virginia, outside of D.C., where he can be by his family? He didn't need to be out in Malibu, but he's out in Malibu. Someone tried to contact Morris at his Malibu residence about the dealings with Hunter Biden and his wife apparently slammed the door in the reporter's face and wouldn't answer questions. And uh, the Morris is a founding member of the firm Morris, Yorn, Barnes and Levine in L.A., which represents people like uh, Matthew McConaughey, Ellen DeGeneres, Scarlett Johansson, Liam Hemsworth. He no longer works there. I'm uh, Chris Rock. But yeah, he's been he's apparently also advised Biden on selling his artwork, which People were saying were money was money laundering. So he's paying Hunter Biden's twenty thousand a dollar a month home expenses expenses. Paying the dude's rent. This fifty one year old grown man who doesn't work a job, has never been able to keep anything in his life, has another man whom his friends call a sugar brother paying for his house. I just gotta be real. Like how I don't know, maybe I don't know how he got an Instagram influencer wife because how do you go to bed with a with a guy at night and he can't even take care of his own? How are you doing that? Ew. You got a sugar brother. And the and and that term apparently comes from all his friends. You know what I immediately thought of, Kane? Sugar bear of the golden, what is it? The honey grams, honey not gram, it's a sugar crisps. Sugar crisps. Yeah, cuz it looks like a bean. 
That's a good cereal. Have you heard of that? Have you heard of them again? I haven't heard of Sugar Bear in a while. The mainstream media does not cover some of the most important issues of the day. I'm Byron York from The Byron York Show. In the latest episodes, I discuss how a recession could be coming, how free speech has become a major concern on social media platforms, and this draft decision by the Supreme Court on Roe v. Wade, the incredible uproar that has caused. Don't forget to download and subscribe to my daily No Chit Chat podcast to hear discussion of the issues of the day. Not every single issue, just the most important ones. Subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick Five, brought to you by Caltech. So, first up, the VA still cannot meet meet veterans' needs despite getting hundreds of billions of taxpayer dollars every single year. A vital computer system went down more than 50 times since launching in Spokane, according to the Veterans Affairs Bureau. It's an electronic health record system that was piloted at their VA hospital and other sites in the Inland Northwest. They said it's been partly or completely unusable at least 50 times since it launched. And they have to track patient information and coordinate care. They had 42 unplanned degradations, uh, eight unplanned outages between its launch. I mean, how do you not get the get this right? I mean, especially with the billions that are spent every year, like 200 billion spent every year on this, on VA care. I mean, that to be able to track care and all of that, good heavens. Uh, Lake Mead is drying up, not because of the climate change, but because also of so many overpopulations and everybody using this water. So, and there's been a drought. This is exposed at least, apparently now two bodies have been exposed as the waters have receded. It's mainly driven though by overpopulation, taking all the water in the area without the resources being being really leveraged well and the planning well done. Uh, so they said that this, they, there's a barrel with the remains of a person that they think was killed ba- on this, based on the late 70s, 80s, according to the clothing. And now they had another one. Skeletal remains. Is it mob secrets? Who knows? Uh, this story, Netflix is, may introduce a lower-priced ad-supported tier by the end of the year. A quicker timeline than originally expected. So if you basically want to watch ads on a service that you pay for already, then you can get that lower-priced tier. Really? Why would anybody do that? Why would anybody do that? Doesn't make any sense. I, I, don't, I don't get that. Notes from a 2017 briefing showed that the FBI was trying to determine what was behind Trump's tweets. Right? It's a curious note. As released, it was released as part of the Michael Sussman case. He was the campaign lawyer for Hillary Clinton who got indicted last September. He worked with Perkins Coie uh, because he was peddling false information to the FBI about the covert server linked to the Russian Alpha Bank and it was totally false and that's why he's in trouble. So anyway, the uh, they said that by twenty March 2017 the world's premier law enforcement agency knew that Hillary was going to vilify Trump and had a plan about Russian collusion that Steele lied, that Danchenko lied and that the Alpha Bank data was fake. So they were trying to determine what was behind his tweets. It's literally their handwritten notes from that time. Great job, right? Great job. Local security footage shows a suspected lawnmower thief mowing the victim's grass with it. I don't know what to think about this. He stole... It's Port Arthur. They... they it's, a, it's a burglar of a lawnmower. And the security footage released shows he steals the lawnmower from the home. And then he fills it up with gas. Mows the front and backyards of the home. And then left the property with it. Was that... I don't get that. Are you trying to do something nice before it does something bad? It's weird, man. Stay with us. We got more in store. 
Want a behind-the-scenes look at The Dana Show? Subscribe to Dana's chapter and verse newsletter for a deeper dive in all things Dana at danalash.com. You called it a call to arms in making this announcement. Explain that. Well, I think everybody who saw uh, that draft opinion has gone through uh, a range of different emotions. Um, But we can't just be angry. Uh, We've got to be intentional. Uh, We've got to be dedicated. And that's why I'm calling upon uh, fellow elected officials across the country, and particularly uh, my fellow mayors, to join me in making the pledge that we made today, which is a justice for all pledge. And fundamentally, it reaffirms um, Chicago um, as a welcoming city, a city that doesn't discriminate, and a city that's going to stand with women. Hmm. That's uh, Mayor Lori Lightfoot saying that it's a call to arms. She, this is, she's talking for an armed insurrection is what she's talking about. Welcome back to the show. Dana Lash here with you. Sign up for that newsletter chapter and verse over at Substack. The link is accessible in all of my social media profiles and at danalash.com up where it says, says subscribe. She, um, Lori Lightfoot is mad because Lauren Bobert, Congresswoman Lauren Bobert said uh, she called her an insurrectionist because she is. Lightfoot goes, excuse me, insurrection is your thing, not ours. Yeah, I don't think so. You're literally calling for an armed insurrection. You verbatim type that it was a call to arms against SCOTUS. Verbatim. So, no, 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 no. You called for that. That's you. That's you. Look at all the insurrectionism that's taking place with the uh, protest with uh, SCOTUS. How about that? Showing up at their homes? You did that. Republicans never showed up at anybody's house. They didn't show up at people's houses. Even after everything, all of the questions about certain areas where there were a lot of questionable voting happening, she didn't, there was no, nobody showed up at anybody's house. So just saying, that's has always been the left always been the left and for her to you know kind of like try to somehow say that this was you know anything but that Trump was kicked off for nothing actually and there are a lot of other people who have uh, been blocked out for less they've been banned on Twitter for less and she's saying that the media went crazy I, w- I told you about this earlier with the whole, you remember the Sarah Palin, I wrote about this nonstop when it happened. Uh, when she reposted this Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee, it, it was a, uh, uh, this was like back during the Tea Party days. She used the DCCC map that had showcased vulnerable districts, vulnerable races, and among them, Gabby Giffords was was on that list. She was Hers was considered a vulnerable district. And they had surveyors marks on them because the left doesn't know the difference. And the left said that uh, when Palin retweeted it or retweeted it, when she repurposed it and sent it out like in an email, everyone was saying that she was putting crosshairs. And this was right after the Gabby Gifford shooting. She, they, they accused her of putting crosshairs on this district. And that's ultimately what got uh, Gabby Gifford shot. That's ultimately what led to this. The New York Times brain stories on it and they turned around and the stories still exist online. They apologized. They had to apologize to her for running that reporting because it was inaccurate and absolutely malicious. And that that was just that was literally they were talking about electoral maps and that happened even before. So how is this? How is the media not losing their minds on this? Can you imagine if I would have said this is a call to arms? 
Can you imagine if I would have said that this is a call to arms over a SCOTUS ruling? Kane's like freaking out. Can you imagine if I had said that? Complete double standard. Complete double standard. And I'm not even an elected official. Can you imagine if Trump would have said it? Trump told everyone on January 6th to go home. Lightfoot didn't do that. We played the audio, so don't. Lightfoot didn't do that. Man. It's a complete double standard. And I do think that what she is doing is legit. I think it's legitimately dangerous because these are the people who, nut jobs, who listen to her. I, it's, it's wild. You're not going to probably hear anything about her tweet tonight on MSNBC, NBC, anything like that. None of it. (laughs) Vice News tweeted, you can't say gay in Florida schools, but Ron DeSantis is mandating that teachers talk blank about communism. Communism is blank, so how can you talk blank about it? Hmm? I mean, isn't that a legitimate question? So how can you talk badly about it? And also, the bill was about parental rights in school. Yeah, I am totally going to tweet this. Every now and then I have a sauce. Just stop. Every now and then. It's, it is, man, I'm telling you what, these people, they're offended over, they're offended over, over communism. How dare you talk bad about communism, said Vice News, without any shred of iron. I mean, golly, does it, they, remember when they used to, do they ever used to be edgy? They got their feelings hurt because Ron DeSantis, because communism is garbage. So they have their feelings hurt over it. Golly, the left. Yeah, we, we can only talk bad about communism because communism is garbage. Nothing good about it. Yeah, there's nothing good about it. I mean, good heavens. All right, a few other things I want to make sure that we're hitting here. Because uh, there's been a lot and I'm trying to keep it all. Speaking of what's going on in schools, I love this Rhode Island parents are furious and these parents are slamming their woke school district because their school district canceled honors classes why did they cancel honors classes so that they could replace them with what they call an inclusion agenda they it's a Barrington Rhode Island they decided to move to a what they call a universal uh, learning system through de-leveling Whatever that is. What is, I don't know what de-leveling, what does that mean? Like you're taking out all of the AP stuff. Parents are now slamming the school. They said you're, you're taking away honors classes and now because of this woke garbage, you're risking our students' ability to get financial aid for college. One dentist father who has immigrant parents said that the change was supposed to, they, that he was trying to be devil's advocate and trying to find, there's no good spot in this. There's nothing good. Barrington Public Schools dropped 119 spots in school rankings since the work learning system was introduced. De-leveling places students with different needs and learning abilities in specialized classes. So they're, they're dropping that. So kids 
who need more higher level instruction or higher just harder work kids who can do the harder work and need the harder work to keep them engaged they're not going to get it they're not going to get it because it's going to be it's going to make the kids who can't do the work feel bad and we all know that we should shame people who can do things that you can't do this is ridiculous i love what this one dad said he goes if you guys believe in equity pick an average dentist true if you really believe in equity go to a crap doctor yeah Yeah, go to do that i mean that there's one way to there there that's there you go show how inclusive you are all these people that preach about inclusive inclusivity no 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 you're joe biden and all the all his grandkids then they go to sidwell friends doesn't sound very inclusive. Sidwell Friends is a super, super pricey school district. Private school district in the D.C. area. And this point that one of the dads made about kids getting financial aid for college. I mean, if you can do, if you do dual credit, some kids can do, some kids do dual credit. Some do, um, they'll, they'll, they'll have their AP courses and that gives them, they get a little, that gives them extra, I mean, it's just extra help on their transcripts. <sighs> They're ruining education for wokery. They're ruining it for wokery is what it is. They had this meeting in March and parents were voicing outrage over it, understandably so. And then, let me pull this up. As we, this is, I all of the discussion about college debt. I don't know if you guys saw this. Chris Murphy was talking about reducing college debt, but the cause of the debt is the cost of the degree. And he goes, "There's some exceptions. We got to start forcing higher education to engage in radical structural reform soon." You know what the problem with that is? Chris Murphy was put into office in 2007, and after that, I want to say 09, 09 or 12. That's when Democrats actually voted for. Uh, federalizing student loans. They're federal. They voted to federalize student loans, and they they made it in doing so incredibly, incredibly more expensive. Way more expensive, and so it's like a hurt and rescue. They made it more expensive, and now want you all to all of us to pay the cost of it. <sighs> They're going to cover my ammo? Just curious. Uh, a couple other things as we wrap up this Tuesday here because it's going to get crazier, especially as the economy continues to circle the drain. More wokery. So Disney plus which has been completely coming out with every bit of Star Wars and Marvel that it can. Loki came out as uh, bi. He says there's further to go for queer characters in the MCU. Because see, I mean, I can't possibly fight the bad guys unless we all know how we have the sex and, and who we go to sleep with. Do you realize, I mean, it's absurd because it's absurd. That's why. 
Just just play the character. I don't think Loki has a shred of humanity anyway. So just play the character. I'm so tired of this stuff. People are constantly using the exception as a general rule. I, I just hate it when it's so over the top. And then the character becomes all about that instead of what the character was originally about. It's like I was telling you, Tiny Tina's Wonderland. I almost can't finish it. That's made by the Borderlands people. It's like a game, gaming company here in Texas, but they're so woke, it's, it's vomitous. It's so damn annoying. It's, it's like they can't be open-minded. They have to prance about and, and they want attention. They're so thirsty for attention and backpats about how woke they are, and it's so annoying. That's what I can't handle, the thirst for accolades, the fishing for compliments. I cannot stand that. Oh my gosh, I hate it. I hate thirsty people. That's like one of my pet peeves. I, can, I purposely will withhold praise because I can't stand it. I don't care if it's bad. It's deserved. I really don't care. You know? I can't stand it. Like people are like, like, like especially with this, like this Loki thing. And then, and then like, for instance, the tiny Tina's, I mean, you can't, there's not, you, there's not a storyline. There's not anything where it's not woke. It, it removes that suspension of disbelief that is required to fully immerse yourself, whether you're watching a movie, a series or playing a game, that, that suspension of disbelief that, that is shattered. Because someone believes that their political opinions, which are usually garbage, are more important than your political opinions. And really, it should just be about coming together for that series, that film, that game, whatever. It's so, see, that's why a lot of people like Elden Ring and apparently um, Assassin's Creed. I've only done a couple of things on Assassin's Creed. I did the Revolution one. There's the Renaissance one, but they have other ones. But I, but I think that's where, because they don't, they don't even care. Like if when you go to create your character in Elden Ring, they're, they're just like, pick your, you know, do you got an Audi or an Innie? That's it. Pick it. They don't care. You don't get to choose your pronoun. Shut up. You're going to get murdered a million times. You don't even care about your pronoun. You're not even going to be caring about, I don't know if I feel represented because you're going to have this troll stomp your guts out in the first, like, I don't know, 30 minutes of gameplay. So shut up. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Listen to The Dana Show live on the Odyssey app. Weekdays, noon to 3 p.m. Eastern Time. So then who is an ultra-magger Republican? I would say people who support that portion of the Republican agenda. So Rob Portman, Susan Collins, Mitt Romney, would they be ultra-magger Republicans? They can all make their own choices, uh, Ed, and I can, we can let others evaluate that. But I would say that the president's view is those who support a plan by Rick Scott, by Chairman Scott, that would raise taxes on 75 million Americans and get rid of, sunset, eliminate, whatever you want to call it, Medicare and Social Security, that's a MAGA uh, position. And that includes the chairman of the Republican National Committee. That's a MAGA position. That is the chairman of the party. So that's what the president considers. But also, obviously, given two-thirds of the American people, according to a Fox News poll, uh, believe that women's, that Roe v. Wade should be protected. If you're on the other side of that, you're supporting an ultra-MAGA position in the president's view. So we'll let, we don't need to name call individuals unless they have positions that okay, are aligned with what he's Ultra-MAGA. I'm so done with this. This is such nonsense. But hey, Lori Lightfoot called for a violent insurrection, an armed violent insurrection. Just FYI. Today's stupidity, Kane. All right. Let's uh, let's make it. Why don't we make it Saki? Because even though we just heard from her, um, 
she's saying that apparently the FDA is working around the clock, around the clock on the possible shortage of baby formula. Listen to this. Well, let me first say, as you know, but uh, the FDA issued a recall to ensure that they are meeting their obligation to protect the health of Americans, including babies who, of course, were uh, receiving or taking. So now they want to protect they babies? They don't I don't ha- no, no, no. You, don't, you can't have weird. it both ways, right? 